What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Rough Cut Sports Cast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside your boy, AJ Johnson, bobbing and weaving. We oh, that's not the right nameplate either. Oh, whoopsie. So we just all we just all look alike to you. Is that what it is? <laughs> You're just gonna put up any random black dude name and say that's him, huh? AJ Johnson. Now would that mean I would be AJ? AJ, what's up, buddy? How's it going? On beautiful Thursday. We are three days away from kickoff on the biggest, biggest Super Bowl. I think I, I'm going to say it right now. This is the biggest Super Bowl of my lifetime. This is like I've never been so excited for a Super Bowl until now. What's up, buddy? I had the biggest Super Bowl of my life, and it didn't go so well. It, uh, it, it was it was this crazy old man who just wouldn't let my team have its day. He just decided that he was going to come back from like 25 points down and just take the Super Bowl away from us. I don't remember that. Can you elaborate more? How does it make you feel? I feel like that's where we're in right now. I feel like with that, like we just took a drastic turn to like literally like just me, you sitting in a chair, me <laughs> penciling in your thoughts. Like, that's what I feel like just happened. And how does that make you feel? How does that – what is this picture of 28 to – what was it, 28-3? Was that what the yes. score was? Yes. Okay. Yes. What is the of 28 to 3? How does that make you feel? What do you see? Despair, anger, confusion. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Choking. Heimlich maneuver unsuccessfully. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Enough of the psychiatry. <laughs> sports cast again. This is the, the Super Bowl week. I am Vinny Milani, AJ Johnson, right next to me. We've got a great show ahead of us. We are propping it up right now. This is prop. We're going through all the prop bets for Sunday's spectacular Super Bowl here. The three S's right there. Sunday's spectacular <laughs> Super Bowl. Boom. Look at you and your alliteration. Market Say that five times fast. Nope, not going to even try it. We've got a great <laughs> show. We're talking about the prop bets that will take place in this Sunday's Super Bowl. I am so excited for this. I'm not – I am I try not to ga- – what's your gambling experience? Like what's your – are you a gambler? Do you bet? Are you – what do you got here? No, when I bet on sports, everything goes wrong. So like – and I'm not saying easily not the smartest guy when it comes to sports, but I know enough to play smart bets and – I learned my lesson when Alex Smith hadn't had an interception all season long and all we needed for them to do is to win by uh, just win actually. And they were driving down the field. It was less than like 20 seconds left. And he threw an interception from like the seven yard line on the last drive and lost me my bet. And I was like, that's why, that's why I don't do it. First interception of the season. It's pretty crappy. It was like 10 games in. That's uh, nuts. That's that's uh that's pretty rough there, but oh, that's pretty yeah. rough there. Yeah. Ah, the rough cut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Want to remind everyone before we get into everything though, Sunday we will be going live to talk to do the Super Bowl pregame. This is so huge. We're gonna have the full crew here: Dylan Kearns, Aaron Mukes, you, me. Super Bowl pregame. This is huge. This is a huge. Mm week and of course with a huge week there's got to be a huge contest okay there's got to be a huge contest involved we discussed a contest 
We discussed it a little bit yesterday. Today we have a little bit more details ironed out here, and we're going to post on our Facebook, on our Instagram, on our Twitter, which you can check out in just a second. We'll give you all the details on that. We're going to post on there a contest where you can win, and I can, I can confirm this right now, you can win a signed cleat from a two-time Super Bowl winner. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Not one, but two Super Bowl rings, and you could win a signed cleat from this man. All you have to do is like, share, comment, tag, all that good stuff. We'll give you Mm. in the post. AJ, tell them where they can see this lovely post when it pops up. Oh, well, first and foremost, you can see that on Twitter at roughcut underscore sports, over at Facebook at roughcut sports, and then at Instagram, the roughcut sportscast. While you're there, Get these uh, this photo, get this post, hit that like, hit that follow, retweet, share, 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 subscribe, follow, download, write a review, and tell everybody. Tell everybody. And, of course, this, this contest, this show is brought to you by the greatest sports collectible site that you can get, Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get your sports memorabilia. Check them out all over social media at Halftime Sports Collectibles and at their website, HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. They are nice enough to supply us with this beautiful contest that we have running for Super Bowl week. So go support them. Check them out. Oh man, AJ, AJ, I gotta, I, I gotta ask you, dude. I am so ready to get into these prop bets. I am <laughs> so. You and I, we, we, we made this list of all these prop bets that we really wanted to talk about today, and the never I never-ending list of prop bets. We did it on my lunch break, and I was like, <laughs> after I got, after I went back into work, I was like, man. I'm really excited for tonight. Like I'm so I'm jonesing to talk about prop bets here. Okay. And we're going to get into it right now, right here. AJ, I will let you do the honors. What prop bet, what prop bet has your mind going right now? Wait, so are we like, are we like betting a dollar per bet is how are we doing this? We have a dude, we have a lot of prop <laughs> yeah. in this dock right now. So I, uh, let's, let's get not- your gambling bunny going, man. Uh, I'll grab some pennies. You want to do some pennies? I'll do a penny game. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> a penny for your prop. See what I did there? No, right. I just messed with you. So. Uh, which, which prop do you want to bring up first here? Which prop bet you want to talk about first here, buddy? I was surprised you, right? Yep. Boom, coin toss. Oh, heads wow. and tails, buddy. Nowhere. Coming out of nowhere. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is tough here. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of options. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, come on. This would be easy. What's the odds of getting the coin toss wrong? I mean, I'm going to start off hot here. Is is someone keeping track of this? We'll have to go back and watch the show to keep track of what what our actual answers are so we can go back and and see Mm. who had the better one. I'm going Tails, Mm. man. Tails never fails, okay? Tails never fails. What I believe in. Whenever we play Madden, I always pick Tails. Whenever we play... Oh, also, shout out, NCAA football is coming back, by the way. Hey. Tails, though, every time I was raised on the thought that Tails never fails. AJ, what about you? Tailspin was a great show back in the day. I used to love watching that. I don't know that you show. Never, you don't know Tailspin? I don't, I don't know that show. Oh, man. Tailspin was like the uh, 
There's a TV show with Donald Duck's nephews, and they were basically like little adventurers. Oh, but you got to watch it. Did I, you know Donald Duck had nephews? Yeah, Huey and Louie. Okay, just make right. sure he's Huey yeah, Dewey. Dewey and Louie. I proposed my wife in Disney, man. I have I am forced to literally love and be obsessed with Disney with my wife. I will <laughs> not admit to any high school musical sing-alongs in the shower, okay? I will not admit to any of that, okay? Heads or tails, though, let's, let's, uh, let's get this one rolling. Mm, heads for sure heads up play heads up coin toss heads is for, for the win heads for the w yeah can you make a rhyme with heads because tails never fails tails never fails well heads always sheds trust in you yeah close enough close enough let's go on, burr, burr, burr. Let's go on, let's go on. we're talking coin toss though <laughs> kansas city or tampa bay hmm Tampa Bay is going to win the toss. Mm. Tampa Bay is going to win the toss in their neutral site. In their, oh, their neutral site stadium. You know, the forecast, it, it might rain. It, it, there's some rain in the forecast on Sunday. I don't I, know. I mean, you know, Florida it does what it wants to do. It's a little new. It was supposed to be a beautiful day on Super Bowl Sunday. But now, I mean, it's been cold in Tampa all week long. A lot of people in Florida will tell you it's been cold throughout Florida. You know, cold for Floridians. Yeah. Any northern people who I'm are still in shorts, us. okay? I'm still in shorts, by the way. But yeah, right. I mean, I am chilling. This is a short sleeve, sir. Like, I'm good. Like, don't get me wrong. But well, you're anyways. Also, you're also in your house, though. Oh, okay, I digress. I digress. You're staying in Tampa, though, okay? The home field yeah. advantage gives them the, the, the coin toss advantage. Neutral site advantage, sir. They can't, even fire, they can't even fire the cannons this Sunday. They're, they're firing them at the beginning. At the beginning, and I'm assuming if they win, I'm assuming if they win, they're going to fire those cannons. Those things are going to be just... Yeah, because at that point, like, come on, NFL. Don't don't be (laughs) – let's be honest. That's a show right there. They win in Tampa Bay. They got fireworks and the cannons blasting all down Dale Mabry. About it. Absolutely. So – I'm going to say Kansas City, just to be a little different here. I promise, though, we're going to get into some really, really fun ones towards the end of this – this yeah, we got to knock the easy ones out. Yeah, we got to knock the easy ones out. Next one up here, National Anthem over under two minutes. Also, fans at home, you beautiful listeners. Yeah. You guys also join in on this. Let us know what you think on these prop bets. We are, this is what we pride ourselves on as a show. We are a show for you guys. We are a show for the fan interaction. So you guys drop your comments in below. Let us know what you think of these prop bets. AJ, over under National Anthem, two minutes. So we got Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan singing the national anthem. Um, both soulful type singers. Both like to give us some emotion when they sing. So I'm going to say over two minutes. Two minutes and 21 seconds is a number I keep seeing in my head. I'm going two minutes. 23, 23. I'm, going, I'm going two minutes and 39 seconds. Okay. We're two both- minutes and 39. Yeah, two minutes, 39 seconds. I think I- I'm taking your, your advice here. You're the insider on soul. Okay. <laughs> insider. So I'm going to uh, take your advice there and I'm going to go 239. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question before you move on. Do you know how long the national anthem normally is? Like no. saying regularly? Did you look it up? No, I did not. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Thinking like we're just I, going in based off of feels. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I, I remember. I do remember last year when I watched the Super Bowl. I was with my dad and my brother, and we were we were all watching. And I, I this this bet was on there as well. And I was like, okay, I think I'm gonna take over. And then it was like really short. And I was like, oh, 
Yikes, yikes. All right, let's move on here. First off, now we're getting into the game here, okay? Now we're getting in the game. The kickoff is done. Who, what, or, sorry, what is the first offensive play? Is it a pass or is it a rush? Well, let's see. Seeing as how Kansas City is the number three passing team in the NFL this season, Tampa Bay is the number six passing team in the NFL this season, and then if Tampa Bay gets the ball, all right, I'm, I'm going to go. I think the safe bet is a pass play. I think the safe bet is a pass play, even though in my head right now I'm watching Leonard Fournette run up the middle for three yards. But I'm going to say pass play. I I think it's going to be a rush. Okay? Of course you think it's going to be a rush. I I don't want to go back mm-hmm. on what I what I said before. But I'm I'm kind of doubling. I'm not doubling down here. I'm kind of spreading my wealth. I said that Kansas City's going to win the coin toss, but this is in case Tampa wins the coin toss. <laughs> right you hedging, you're hedging your bets here because I think if Tampa wins the coin toss, it's going to be a rush. The first play of the game, Big Leonard Fournette, twelve yard rush right here, baby. That's what's going to happen. Twelve yard rush from Big Lenny. He's going to be huge this game, man. He's going to be huge. I'll let you pick the next one here, buddy. I'll let you pick. Mm. The next one. What prop? What offensive? What what game time prop is getting your uh, attention here? Okay, okay, okay. Well, I, I feel like this is the right spot to go. Actually, I know it's pretty predictable here for you. However, let's let's go ahead and get this question answered. Will there be a score in the first five minutes? Is this going to be one of those situations where the Bucks do get the ball and they do a very Tom Brady last season in New England style seven and a half minute drive and go down the field before they put the first touchdown? Maybe a quick Scotty Miller bomb like they've been doing. Maybe something along those lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, yeah. Your boy Scotty awesome. Miller. Your boy Scotty Miller. I don't even know that guy. You don't even know that guy. Unbelievable. I can't. Oh. Oh my God! It's too I fast think, to see. I think there is going to be a score in the first five minutes. I think both these offenses are very, very good. I think they're very, very fast. I think Tampa Bay scores in the first five minutes, and this is this is necessarily this does not necessarily have to be a touchdown though. This does not necessarily have to be yeah. a touchdown. Okay, I think just Tampa Bay gets a field goal to start the game. That's a real good bet, actually. You know, I come from a family of gamblers. Okay, my brother's my brother is a is a degenerate gambler, and my dad, (laughs) my dad is the man. I love my dad to death. My dad loves to play fantasy sport, like bet on fantasy stuff. Like he he will literally bet on like fantasy golf. Okay, like I'm not kidding. My dad will go all out on fantasy sports. Oh, look at this our new our new chat thing right here. What is that? Take it both over. That's him wow. today. Oh wow. Yeah. That's your, that's your that's your guy here. That goes that goes off of what we were talking about running or or running or passing the ball to start. I I, I didn't know we had some help in the comment section how to point some of it out. That doesn't bode well for me though. See, I'm on your side sometimes. You always say I'm always against you. I, no, I you're always you. against me. I don't appreciate it. I don't appreciate okay. it. I don't. I don't. I don't. Next one up here though. What player scores the first? points and i i capitalize this just for you just for you what player scores the first points not just a it does not necessarily have to be a touchdown could be a touchdown could be a field goal could be a safety could be anything you want anything you want 
You know what? I'm going to say it's Mike Evans. I'm going to say it's Mike Evans. I'm going to say the Bucks get the ball first. The number one receiver in this game, right? The number one receiver. In Not even close. The number one uh, receiver. But, yeah. But probably the number, the number two uh, red zone target in this game. Uh, so, yeah, um, pretty sure. Wait, who's your – okay, hold on. I got to get into the who, – who's number one? Travis Kelsey, bro. No, so, so the best, so one of the best wide receivers in the game is not a not an option for a red zone target. Is that what you're saying? Tyreek Hill. What a shame! What a shame that this tier He's like five foot eight. What a shame that this tier one wide receiver that you guys all think is a thing. It's a, it's a shame he's he can't be a red zone target. Last time I Monte yeah, Adams, you're the only, you're the only one who doesn't think red zone target. Last time I checked, DeAndre Hopkins is a Julio or is that okay, cool? Give me give me a give me a receiver who's a red zone target who's under the size of six foot. That's not my fault. That's not my fault. But that's one doesn't of the reasons make him any less of a good receiver, bro. It does. We don't yeah. get back into this, but really, we should. This is not. Not up for, I mean, that it's not, you're right, it's not up for discussion. Tyreek Hill, okay, to me, tier one receivers are guys who can do it all. Will y'all please educate this man on Tyreek Hill for whatever reason? He will not give it up, and now he's saying that because Tyreek Hill is not a red zone threat because I don't know, he's five foot wide receivers in the red zone. Top wide receivers, Tyreek Hill gets it done everywhere, he does (laughs) it everywhere. Doesn't get out of here. Okay, let's move on here. What player scores the first one? I have to give it up here. I'm going Ryan suck up. I'm sticking with my with my other side. The Bucks get if the Bucks get the ball first, it's gonna be a field goal. It's gonna be Ryan suck up. And I honestly I think that Kansas City gets if Kansas City gets the ball first, they don't score. They punt. They punt on that first drive. Uh-huh. Yep. You heard it here first. Yeah. They punt on the first drive. And then Tampa kicks the field goal. I I'm it, it start no no like it starts to be a hard take when you first hear it, you're like what's wrong with you and then you think about it I mean that happened to them last week you take three plays they they're hyped they do what they do first they take a second to figure out make adjustments that's not it's not unheard of like I can see that happening so I'll, I'll I'll give you that one here's a here's a fun one I like this one first touchdown length the first touchdown oh, between one to twenty five yards twenty six to forty nine yards. Or is it going to be 50 yards or more? And feel free to weigh in in that comment section. Tell us what you think on these prop bets, as well as if you have some prop bets that caught your eye over the week or things such of this nature that you find interesting, drop it in the chat. We'll pick some of yours out and, and discuss. Discuss first touchdown length, though. Either 1 to 25 yards, 26 to 49 yards, or a 50-plus yard touchdown. Oh. I think it's going to be right on the edge of that middle, that middle touch. Ah. <laughs> oh man! Oh, it's a hard man. one. No, you know what? I'm going to go basic here. I think the first touchdown of the game comes from a running back, and it's like a 12 yard scamper from the. Uh, maybe not even a running back. Maybe it's mm-hmm. Mr. Thomas Brady getting a rushing touchdown in this game. Either way, though, I'm going with one to twenty-five yards is the first touchdown length because it's going to be a red zone and it's going to be a run. I'm going twenty-six forty-nine. I I think it's going to be one of those drives down the field. You see what side you're going to open up the defense on, 
You get somebody like a Tyree Kill, a tier one wide receiver out in space, drop the ball over the top, and he's off to the races. And uh, you know, he wins most of those races. So uh yeah, that's because yeah. that's all he that's all he can do is just win races. That's that's really that that's really it though. That, that's so, that's really it. So, it so is it ridiculous. so this does Kansas we have we have the back to back here. Does can does Kansas City score on their first drive? Yes. Yes. You said no. I said no. I will say no. I will stick with this. Does Tampa score on their first drive? I say yes. Do you have a flip flop here? No, I think they score on their first drive too. I think that's. I think they keep it a little close for that amount of time, and then uh, you know we start to see some teams take off. I don't know which team yet. <laughs> well, maybe maybe through these prop bets you'll figure it out. Now let's get into <laughs> individual players here. Yards for Tom Brady over under two hundred and ninety five yards for Tom Brady in this game. Mm, over under. Can we uh can we let's dive deeper on this? I'm gonna I want to check it out. I want to see what Brady's been doing. Yep, yep. Do that. You do that. I still have this. Uh, I still have this beautiful graphic still up. Just to let you know, he's on average. Yeah. He's on average. Wait, were you about to pull this up? I was not, but now oh. that you have it, I guess I can go back to that. On average, Tom Brady is throwing 286 yards per game in these playoffs. So the over-under, 295 yards passing for Tom. It's on average, is 286. Yep, on average, is 286. He threw 381 against Washington's defense, but didn't break 200 against the Saints crib defense, hit 280. Against the Packers, decent court secondary. I gotta say, I gotta say, under two ninety five. I don't know if he can get there. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm also. Oh no, I'm gonna go over. I think it's just barely. Mm. No, I think Tom Brady gets in the three hundreds, but I think it's just barely. Okay, mm. and, it's just, and you know what's funny about all of this though, and I, t- I was telling my dad this earlier today. I was like. As we do the show, and we do a lot, we did last night's show, we did tonight's show, we're going to do more tomorrow and Sunday. I am really like starting to figure <laughs> out why I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win this game. I'm not giving Ooh. my that might change, but the more I talk about it, the more I just, I'm getting brainwashed talking about this, thinking that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win. That may change. I'm not, I'm not locking that in until Sunday. But I'm gonna say Tom Brady gets over three over 295. I think he's gonna be in the low, very low 300s. Now let's go to the other side though. Let's go to Mr. Patrick Mahomes. And this one's not an overall yards thing. This is what is Patrick's Patrick Mahomes' longest completion is gonna be over or under 40 yards. You say he has a burner in Tyree Kill, so I would expect this to be an over. I wasn't even gonna hesitate. Definitely over. It can be over to Tyreek Hill. It can be over to Miko Hardman. It could be over to, to Travis Kelsey. It could be over to Demarcus Robinson. It could be over to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He might throw a 40-yard bomb to himself. It's Patrick Mahomes. I'm not worried about it. Over. Over. Oh, Bailey going here. Over 40. He says he, says he sees a 70-yard touchdown. I would assume that has to be to Pat to, to Tyreek Hill. It could be to Miko Hardman. There's a lot of speed on that offense, though. There is a lot of speed. There's also a lot of guys that run after the catch of that counts. We didn't say air yards here. That is true. <laughs> we did not say air yards. So this could easily be, oh man, I'm going to go over as well. 
I think I'm going to go over as well here. I think there's definitely going to be what. Okay, what do you think? What What are you guessing here? What is the longest completion that Patrick Mahomes has? Magic eight ball, magic eight ball. Fifty-two yards. Ooh, not not by much over forty yards. I'm going to go a sixty-three yard touchdown. Maybe not. Maybe it's not a touchdown. Maybe maybe it's a a sixty-three yard pass to like a Miko Hardman because Tyreek Hill's not that good. Ooh. <laughs> it's not even you're just you're going further and further in the other direction and and i just want to know if if you you think there'll be a 63 yard pass that's not a touchdown like yeah. who's catching these guys i i i'm i'm just saying i think it's gonna end up, oh yeah that's true <laughs> antoine, antoine winfield jr tackles miko hardman at the Six yard line <laughs> at the six yard line. That's what's gonna happen. That's uh, that. That's a wild guess here, though. Passing touchdowns over Patrick Mahomes over under three. Hmm. Oh man, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. I'm. I'm going. I'm going under. Ooh, no, no. Oh, Ooh, it's so wow. Bad. Wow. No, 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 it's over. It's over. It's over. Oh, okay, what? Take me through the process in your head right now. Take me through the process in your head on what made you decide that it's over instead of under. Because you, you, you went back and forth. What, what, what's going on? Because so, like you, I'm having that internal argument on who's winning this game. And as it sits right now, I'm thinking Kansas City is going to pull this out. However, this defense of the Bucks is really good and again really opportunistic. So it only takes a play to stop one to stop some momentum and switch things up. So when I think about the over, it's like if I believe they're gonna win, it's not gonna be because Daryl Williams is running the ball ragged on this number one defense. It's gonna be maybe Clyde Edwards Solaire getting touchdowns out of the backfield and things of that nature. And so the, the only way this doesn't happen is if they're scoring two touchdowns on a jet sweep to Miko Harmon or to Tyreek Hill. So that that's the other thought process the other. But in my if if I believe that they're gonna win, I think he has to throw I think he has to throw more than three. I think that he throws there's we did not put an even button on this one though. I know, right? And that's the hard part. We did not put an even one. So I'm gonna say under three. I'm just gonna say I, I think it's gonna be it's either going to be two or three. I I, I think I really think, man, when you look at this game, I think that they're going to have to. It's going to be similar to what happened last year when they played the San Francisco 49ers. It was Damian. Will, I mean, let's be real here. Patrick Holmes won the MVP. In my opinion, it should have been a guy like Damian Williams because I don't think they win that game if it wasn't for Damian Williams being super duper clutch and i think that's going to be the same type of story here in this game is you're going to need the run game for the chiefs to be able to step up i get it i get that tampa's run defense is one of the best in the league you have to be able to get it going in the run game i think andy Reid is well aware of that i see under three to three or i will go under three touchdowns for patrick mahomes because i i see kansas city scoring around 28 to 35 points and i think Daryl Williams and or Clyde Edwards-Alaire gets in the end zone for it. Moving on, though, 
Moving mm-hmm. on here. AJ, what, what do you want? Is there something that you want here? Is there something that really tickles your fancy here? Is that well, no. Um, I mean, if it does, we'll, I'm sure we'll get there. But now, I, I mean, it's kind of like we did with the uh, with the uh, passing with the first time. So I want to do it on the other side here with Tom Brady over under for him with uh, three touchdowns. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's a tough one. I figure out why they say 2.5, though. It's <laughs> forcing you to pick. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that is true. I we we as AJ and I looked at all this beforehand, we we're like, because the because uh, the inexperienced gamblers that we both are, we we're like, why is it say like half a point? Like, why is it listed at two and a half points or three points? Like, I don't I don't get this. It doesn't make any sense. Well, now we know as we discuss over <laughs> under three passing touchdowns in the game. I'm going to go under here as well. I think Brady throws again. I think it's similar to uh, what I said with the Chiefs. I think it's going to end up being a game where whoever wins is going to end up giving the ball a lot to their run game. I say two. I say two touchdowns for Brady. And then if we don't get to the uh, if we don't have a Leonard Fournette thing on here, I'm going to say Leonard Fournette gets two touchdowns as well. I'm sure there's some playoff Lenny stuff in here. I just don't know if it's uh <laughs> I don't know if it's touchdowns. Actually, would you look at that? Would you look at it? <laughs> you didn't answer you didn't answer the last one though. What are you going for, Brady? Oh, under. Yeah, under he's gonna throw touchdowns. I mean he's gonna throw two touchdowns. Do I need to pull this he's back gonna... up? He's averaging more than he's averaging more touchdowns this playoffs than that. That's that's in three games versus two games, sir. But it's on average. It's on average. Yes, I, I understand. But his average is a little higher because he's played more games. Is it though? Is it though? He, so Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette more rushing yards. I'm gonna go with Leonard Fournette. I think he's the hot back. I've been riding. I've been riding the Leonard Fournette train all playoffs long. Right now, he's fresh, like you say, AJ. He's fresh. He's hot. He's cooking. He's got confidence. Leonard Fournette ends up getting more rushing yards than Ronald Jones. I'm going on the other side. I'm going Ronald Jones. I think that they've gotten they've gotten Leonard Fournette very confident going into this game, and I think they're going to start to utilize him the way they plan on utilizing when they came in, kind of catching balls out of the backfield and then being the bruiser near the and-go lines and the go lines. So uh, I think Ronald Jones will get the bulk of the carries. you got to remember, too, so – when Ronald Jones was down, Leonard Fournette had 19 carries and 17 carries, and Ronald Jones came back, and then Fournette had 12 carries. So they're going to use him a different. I think they're going to use him a different variety of ways here, and you'll see Ronald Jones getting a lot more of the carries, and maybe Leonard Fournette getting more of the receptions. 14 for 17 in the playoffs right now. So. You, you think they end up getting uh, Leonard Fournette to cook only to bring in Ronald Jones for the Super Bowl? That kind of actually makes sense. That does. Yeah. That, yeah, that so that way you have him at his peak with your running back back to healthy. You don't want him to be, you know, cold coming in. I think this is a little aggressive, though. I don't see that many rushing yards for uh, for for Tampa Bay. I don't, I don't, I don't see right up there, man. They, they, I know they don't got the pass rush they're supposed to have, but them boys will put a hat on you. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see it being that aggressive. And if you're listening to this on audio, well. You're missing out on a good time on Facebook. So, I mean, just uh, head on over to our Facebook or Twitter page at the Rough Cut Sportscast or at Rough Cut underscore sports. Mm. They got that right. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Hey, 
look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Let's move on here, though. Let's go to the other side of the ball. Let's go, what did you say? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Talking that ish? I would never talk that ish. Okay, good. Don't talk that ish. Let's move on to the other side of the ball here. Clyde Edwards, Helair, over under six receptions. The H is silent, buddy. You ever you didn't? Wasn't it who was it? Booger McFarland on on uh no not it wasn't Booger. It was someone on ESPN. They were saying his name as Clyde Edwards Elair. Probably Marcus Spears. It was the worst. It was the worst. Over under six receptions though for the rookie. I'm going over. I'm going over on this. I, I believe they're they're gonna have to scheme a lot of quick plays with Derek Fisher out of the game. And, and a pass rush like Tampa's. Even with Eric Fisher in the game, they'd have to scheme a lot of quick plays. And I think they, that Clyde Edwards, Helaire, <laughs> will be the beneficiary of some of a scheme like that. So I would go over. I could, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see Clyde getting over over six receptions, though. I could definitely see that as well. What do you say though? I say about. I think I think he gets about seven receptions. Seven was the number I had in my mind. Magic, that is the magic number. Clyde Edwards-Lair, seven receptions. Let's go to his counterpart, though. Daryl mm. Williams, over under 40 rushing yards. Mm. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under on this. I don't think I don't think either one of Clyde Edwards-Lair or Daryl Williams gets over 40 rushing yards. Did you think Damian Williams would get over 40 rushing yards last season? No, what was Damian Williams' Super Bowl uh, rushing number? You know? I mean, I, I'm sure he had like a 40 yard touchdown. Yeah, run, he so. did have a ma- he did have a massive game. <laughs> I mean, it was it was decent. It was up there. Let's see. Uh, you can you can look for a while. I decide if I'm going to go over under on this. Yeah, Damian Williams was 17 for 104 and one. Yeah, damn, that was his only touchdown in the game. Yeah, yeah. 17 carries. Wow. Yep, 17 carries. Oh no, he. He had two touchdowns that game. He had a receiving and a rushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah who, so. um, who were his uh, backfield mates in that game? Uh, it was Damian Williams, Darwin Thompson, and uh, Miko Hardman also had a rush. That's why. They didn't have anyone else to get the ball yeah, to. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. So now you got Clyde and you got Daryl in the mix. All right. Because I'm about to say, like, is anyone going to be force-fed the rushes? No, and you're I'm not, not. In the rushes because Tampa Bay's run defense is stupid. But I oh. could easily see this game being a Clyde game. Like now that I think about it more and more, I could easily see it being a Clyde game because it was like it, it just seems like this it matches the story. Like Andy Reid doesn't use them all season long. Fantasy owner, not, not to bring us back to fantasy, but fantasy owners are incredibly frustrated for taking him in the first round, only to be burnt because he wasn't getting the carries. Now in the Super Bowl, this is when he gets the carries because it was exactly what happened to Damian Williams last year. It could easily be a Clyde game, man. Daryl Williams, over under 40 rushing yards. Under. What about Clyde? Over under 40. I'm going to go over. Uh, and I think it's because he's going to break like one for a decent a decent game. He's not a burner, though. Clyde, I don't he's not think a burner, a burner. But, dude, if he gets anywhere near the second level, he's shifty. He makes one good juke. That's and, a whole other 10 to 11 yards right there. Don't forget, though. Don't forget, Tampa's rushing defense is really good. It They're is really not. good. That's why I said I think he – I mean, but you got to remember, even a really good defense, I mean, on the other side of the ball, they're professional players, too. You know, they, they've got the talent to adjust to a really good defense. I don't think he's going to run a rough shot all over the Tampa Bay defense, but you tell me you can't see him breaking one. 
for like 30 yards and then you you pile on his other six or seven carries for two three yards each <laughs> yeah he has one 50 yard he has one 41 yard run or he has one 40 yard rush and then ends up having one yard after that and that's it i can definitely see that happening you're right you're right but no i'm gonna go i'm gonna go under for both i think both uh both Daryl Williams and Clyde Edwards Lair end up having under 40 rushing yards. But I will say this I think Clyde Edwards Lair has over 60 all purpose yards. Okay. Let that one sink in. No, I mean, well, I mean, think about it. We're, we're talking about him having seven catches. So, I mean, are you thinking that's seven catches for 10 yards? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm thinking seven catches for five yards and then. <laughs> And so I'm saying it's 60, 60 might come in the receiving game alone. Well, as I'm saying, seven, seven yeah. So set what's that? Wait, seven times five is 30, 35. Yeah, 35. So I mean, you know, <laughs> like five more or yeah, 30. Oh man, math, math is hard. <laughs> it's not, it's not. So what I was actually saying was that he would have like 60 yards or more receiving. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to all-purpose yards, I mean, I'd I'd bump that up to like eighty, and then I'd be questioning on whether or not that would happen, basically. But I also think he's going over forty. So let's move on from the running backs, though. AJ, what do you have? Uh, what's your next favorite prop bet mm. players? You know what? Are we doing this? <laughs> okay. Most ah! receptions: Tyree Kill or Mike Evans, Vinny. Uh. I think it's Tyreek Hill. I think it's Tyreek Hill that gets more receptions because I think he's the only, there's only wait a second though. That think about uh, it. Though. We both said Tyreek Hill have or Clyde Edwards Lair has seven receptions alone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Dude, two weeks ago, uh Travis Kelsey had 13 and Tyreek Hill had 10. There's enough passes to go around, yeah. especially in a Super Bowl that could easily become a shootout. Yeah, yeah I, I scrubs on the other side of the Yeah, the I think Terry Kill ends up getting I think he definitely ends up getting more receptions. Over what do you are you you're going your boy Tyree Kill here? 100%. Over under 10 receptions for Tyree Kill. Can we do over under uh 10.5? <laughs> <laughs> so you have 10. You think 10 is a good number for for Tyree Kill? Honestly, actually, I'll say under. I think I think he gets like nine receptions. I think he gets like nine receptions for. Yeah. Like... Here's a better question though, because uh, who has more yards, Tyreek Hill? Hey, I, I was actually about to. I might change my answer. I might go Mike Evans. I think on Mike on, on the receptions. Yeah, because think about it though. What is Tampa's weakest spot on defense? On defense, I mean they're. They're secondary. Secondary. So I could definitely see Tyreek Hill burning the cornerbacks for for Tampa, and the only receptions he gets are those long balls and their game-changing, heart-changing, field-changing plays. Yeah, but but the last time he was burning the cornerbacks, it was seven receptions for 200 yards and two touchdowns in the first quarter. Seven receptions in the first quarter. Yeah, See, like me at nine is actually a stretch. See, you actually helped me. I'm proud. I don't know if lightning strikes like that twice though. So I'm gonna stick with the under. I think he's gonna get nine receptions, yeah. and Travis Kelsey will get something like eleven. They'll do some things with Nicole Harmon and Demarcus Robinson because they know better than to just go at two people in this game against a defensive mind like Todd Bowles. So, yeah. I, I, yeah. 
Yeah, I can I can see that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Here, let's uh, receiving yards though. Tyree Kill or Mike Evans? Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill has more receiving yards. He's gonna have he's gonna have more receiving yards. He's he's gonna have more receiving yards solely on the on the fact that he's going to have more yards per reception. He's gonna be burning. He's gonna burn. He's gonna burn the top off that secondary man. He's gonna he's going to tear apart that that Buck secondary. And I think I think if 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 Mike Evans. I mean, we saw it all season long. Mike Evans wasn't spectacular all season long. He was he was consistent. He was consistent. He was consistent. He wasn't as good. Okay, he wasn't as good as Tyreek Hill this season. But I'm talking when we talk careers, he's better than Tyreek Hill. But I'm not getting back into that. Like three more years in Tyreek Hill, number one. That's just, that's a really crappy excuse. I don't like hearing. That. Either way, though, let's move on. Let's move on here. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get into uh, let's get into some overall game and 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 team uh, team prop bets here as we round out the show. Mm. Will there be a score in the final two minutes of the game? On the season, Mike Evans has four for sixty-one against the Packers. All right, I'm good what, now. What 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 is that a problem? Four for sixty-one on the season, both games. Shut Mike Evans down. What happened? On what? Against who? Against the Packers. Those are the last two. He had one for ten the first time they played. Yeah. Three for uh, forty-one the second time they played. Do you want me to find a bad Tyreek Hill game? Is that what you? Is that what you want me to do? You did that already. You found one bad Tyreek Hill game. You want me to? Do you want me to find two bad Tyreek Hill games for this season? Is that is that what you were trying to play here? Yeah. You want to try to play that game? What you want? (laughs) There will be a score in the final two minutes, sir. Three receptions for two for three receptions for twenty yards and zero touchdowns. He wasn't. Uh, he didn't play that whole game. His next week, let's uh, let's go back to this. His next week, though, ten targets, only six catches for fifty-five yards and a touchdown. Oh, only six catches out of ten targets. Oh no. 60% catching. He's just, a burner, man. He's just a burner. That's all he is. I'm with my boy Jalen Ramsey here. I'm with my boy Jalen Ramsey. Will there be a score in the final two minutes, AJ? I said he is. Yes? I said he is. Yeah. There will be a score in the final two minutes, sir. I think there will also be a score in the final two minutes. If that's the case. You know what's crazy, though? You know what's crazy about us going that route? We were talking about two of the top-notch quarterbacks who understand how to control the clock in situations like that. So uh, so what we're both now banking on is this being a close game and the team from behind having the ball in the final two minutes. Yeah. Like that that's basically what we just said. So I, I know this question's up here. I'm gonna take it away here. I'm gonna just say I'm just gonna say this next question here. Will the final team who scores win the game? We didn't put that on? No, <laughs> we did not. Will, so will 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 the last score be a game winning score? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Yes. You say yes. Wait. Oh. You know what? Yes. Yes. I want that. I want that thrill. You I'm saying that. yes because I I'm hoping that is correct. I, I would love to see a game that close, and we're all holding our breath. I'm I'm literally stuck down the line here. It's so tough. It, it, I mean, this game, like I said before at the beginning of the show, man, this game is a dream matchup. Like, like there, I can't remember in my lifetime, short lifetime, yes, I know, but 
I can't remember a Super Bowl that I've been so hyped up for the perfect matchup. This is the perfect type of matchup that we could have gotten here. The the real last one that I could think of that I was hyped up for was a letdown. And that was when uh, Denver's offense had Peyton Manning and Demarius Thomas put up, they put up like 55 touchdowns on that season. Yeah. And then uh, they played the Seahawks number one defense and the Seahawks blew them out from the first snap. Yep. I remember that game. I went over, I, it's a tradition for me to go over to my dad's house on, on Super Bowl Sunday, watch it with my dad, my brother. But I remember that game specifically because I picked the Seahawks and everyone else in the house picked the Broncos. And I was the only person who picked the Seahawks yeah. there. And I was rolling. I was rolling. Totally I picked the Seahawks, but I didn't think it was going to be 58 to like three. And we were going to stop watching by the mid second quarter. I was the only person with a smile in that house though. Will the, will the last score be a game winning score? You say yes. I will also say Yes. Now we're not going to say who's. Yeah. Gonna that, no. We're not going to say score because that will uh, that will technically give our prediction away. It'll be the Falcons. Let's see. Here. <laughs> uh, which half will score? Which half will have more points? The first half or the second half? Wow. Da, 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 well, da. It's a tough one. This is a tough one. It is. It is. And it's because you're kind of, you're, you're thinking, you're basing this off of what you think the adjustments are going to be. And like, are both teams going to adjust so well that they can't stop the other? Let me, let me give you some history here. Let me give you some history. Last season, mm. in the Chiefs 49ers game, there were more points scored in the second half than the first half. There were what? 20 points scored in the first half in the San Francisco uh, Kansas City game last year in the Super Bowl. There were 31 points scored in the second half of that game. I think that I, I think that's a fair uh, yeah. that I think that's a fair thing. I think that there's going to be more scoring in the second half because we're going to see. I think we're going to see more of a feeling out process. It, yeah. it, cliche as that sounds, there's going to be a feeling out process in the first half of that game where Kansas City's trying to figure out Tampa and Tampa's trying to figure out Kansas City. Both coaches go into the second half, making some adjustments, and then it's going to be an all-out shootout in the second half. So I think the second half gets uh, gets more points. I wish I didn't agree with you, but I have to agree with you. It, it's it's normal. It's just, you know, the second half is where the magic happens. It is. It is. It is. So what about this? Total touchdowns scored over under six total touchdowns in the game. Combined touchdowns over under six. That would mean that both teams would probably have to get more than 21 points each. I'm going to take over for 200, Alex. Vanna? Different shows. I know, but it's, it's, it's like seven o'clock game show hour, man. That's just that's what that's what's up there. I all I think it's over as well. I think it's going to be yeah. over for a total touchdown score. I think this one. I feel like this one could have been an easy one. This one could be a curveball. AJ, can you give me one that's not a curveball? Can you give me without the team what you think your final score is going to be? You you, you reserve the right to change this on Sunday show just for fun right now. What? Final score, 35-31. Ooh, I was going to say 
I do you want do you want to give our predictions here and nope. then like continue moving it like see if it changes? Okay, yeah, good idea, good idea. Thirty-five twenty-one is gonna be my or thirty-five. I just want to tease it the whole way today, oh, tomorrow. I like, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like. Give me a prop. Give me a prop bet you like here on uh, on uh, the team side of things. Okay. Will there be a successful two-point conversion, sir? Yes, I think so. I think the Chiefs end up having to do it for some odd reason. The Chiefs are going to end up having to do a two-point conversion. I can just see that offense doing something cool like that. So I say yes, and I think that the Bucks decide to do it early in the game. Ooh. Just like we need to keep points going, and we're going to take, we're going to come out aggressive. You know, people like to do dumb stuff in the Super Bowl on purpose. And, of course, the analytics say if you do it now, you can get it back later. So I, I, think, I, think, I think there will be one. I think the Bucks do it early. Bold call by the smoothest voice in sports right here. Travis Kelsey rush for a two-point conversion. You, I mean, you heard it there. Dylan Kern's going to be featured on our Sunday show there. You're going to hear more takes like this. So be prepared from the smoothest voice in sports history. AJ, do you, are you okay with this? I'm coming for that title, sir. <laughs> Dylan, has the, Dylan has the best voice in sports. Like, there is no one better in this game. I could uh I could go back to my deep voice and I can go low, baby. I can go first move. We're going uh batter up here. We're going batter up here first on home and third and second and third and (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, so when you said you didn't know baseball (laughs) Oh that's awesome. I have a question though for you. This isn't listed in our. Uh, this isn't listed in our. Um, in our comments here though. <laughs> what do we? What's happening? What is happening? You take it. You take it, sir. You take it, sir. I just want. I have a question for you though. It has nothing to do with the it, the two point conversion. I say yes. You say yes. Will there be a game changing play or yeah, game changing play at the end of the first half? You saw it with the Scotty Miller play for Tampa. Will there be a game change, like a big last minute touchdown or points that you think is going to be a big difference maker in the first half? No, <laughs> I don't. I think, I, I think, I think, uh, I think someone will score, and you'll see a couple, a couple tries at it down the stretch, but. Eventually, they'll either. I think the most that'll happen is like a field goal kicked at the end of the half. Like, like one team will score, the other team will get the ball back and make their furious push down the field, but end up with like a field goal or, you know, a Hail Mary fall to the ground. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty Miller's gonna drop a Hail Mary. You know, that's yeah, right. Gonna, uh, that's just happening here. Let's see. What else do Sorry, we have? What else do we have here? Oh, this is my favorite one. You came up with this one. Hey. First missed field goal. Left, right, short, or hits the upright. AJ, you hate kickers, so I would assume you definitely think there's going to be a missed field goal. Over, under, two missed field goals. Under, under two missed field goals. And the missed field goal is going to go right. Wide right. What is the forecast? Suck up. What is the forecast for Sunday? I don't even know. That's cheating. I feel like that's cheating. I don't even know that. I don't is know. it cheating? I mean, it, it, cheating? I would definitely consider. Because I would. Consider, 
I, that's what I'm I, to make this decision. I would like to be informed to figure out what direction the wind is planning on blowing on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday <laughs> as of right now, though, it is a forty percent chance of rain, yep, but it'll yep. be seventy-two. What what direction is the wind blowing? It does not tell me that, sir. Ooh, Aaron says push. Aaron's is pushed. <laughs> he, I would assume that. Wait, does that mean no field goals are going to be missed? That's what that means. I think that's what it means. But I don't, I mean, know. I don't know. I'm not a gambler. I don't know. I don't know listen, these things. Listen, it, it would be very Bucks kicker like to actually find somebody that they kind of trust who does some decent things throughout the season, and then on the Super Bowl when it's time to not miss at all, they hit I'm, one off the upright or wide right. I'm gonna go crazy here and say Harrison Butker mix, misses and hits the upright. Wow, you went all crazy. He's gonna That's, hit. That, this is the equivalent. Honestly, though, I don't, I don't think it's gonna be that crazy because listen to this though, he hits the upright on a late field goal to end the first half. Yeah, and it's gonna be like a 57 yard field goal. It's gonna be an insane long thing, field goal, and oh, two field goals missed. Two Ooh. field goals missed. Two, Aaron, let us know in the chat, though, buddy. Is it going to be wide left, wide right, or hit the upright, or is it going to be short? You guys let us know in the chat. Sorry. Sorry. I'm trying to get my voice to be as smooth as Dylan's. Damn it. <laughs> First off, you don't want to go so high pitched. He, oh, got it, he got was it, blessed got it. with the deep voice of us. Very he was blessed with the deep voice. <laughs> he, was, he was blessed with the deep voice. Okay, got it. All right. So, AJ, you pick out the next one here, buddy. Mm. Giving you the honor. Okay. 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 Here we go. Mm-mm-mm. What a rookie. What a rookie, <laughs> rookie decision. Largest lead in the game over under 14 points. Largest lead in the game over under 14 points. I think it's under. I don't think I <laughs> I don't think it's gonna ha- I don't think it happens. I I don't think I don't think there's gonna be that big of a a discrepancy here. I think there's going to be it's gonna be a tight game all the way through. I don't think there's gonna be teams missing drives. I think both teams capitalize on their scoring chances every time they get the ball. I think it's gonna be a shootout. And I say under 14 points. I'm taking the over. You're taking the over. Wow, you're taking the over. Wow. I, I think at one point a team will lead by 17 points, and the other it'll be in the first half. And the other team will come back and figure it out in the second half and make it a closer game. I like that. I do like that. I do like that a lot. I do like that a lot, yeah. man. <laughs> you know how it goes. The team takes off real fast, and then the other team gets it together. They come back. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. This is a fun one, too. Total players with a pass attempt. In the <laughs> this, this, this is bringing up the Wildcat formation and plays like that. Total players with a pass attempt over, under, Two players the past time. So that means the, the, if if you say under, that would mean that would base. Let, we should make this two and a half. This one should be two and a half because two players are at least going to have yeah. a pass attempt. So uh, do you see it being three players with a pass attempt? I'm saying over. You're saying over. Who gets the pass attempt? Marcus now? Robinson gets a wow, pass. Wow, wow! I think it's going to be Miko Hardman. I think Miko Hardman gets the pass step. What if what if Bruce Arians makes a play though, a Philly special with Tom Brady in it, and they have Scotty Miller throwing it to Tom Brady in the what if it was Antonio Brown throwing to Tom Brady in the end zone? 
That How's, would be amazing. I'd be there for that. That'd be everything I ever wanted. That would be insane. Insane. Let's get uh let's get out of this here though. Let's uh you got them hands, they brick hands. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. In Philly, so Philly had to show him how to be special. Wow. Oh man, oh you're terrible, you're terrible. All right, here we go. Let's uh round out the team once here. <laughs> Will this game go to overtime? No. Yeah, I also say no. Total points at the end of the game. Will it be odd or even? This is math. There's there's math here. Okay, there's math. Will the total points at the end of the game be even or odd? Odd. Odd. Okay, got it. Got it. What did I say? 35, 31? So that would be even. even. So I'm going even here. I don't want to answer this question. I don't want to answer this question one and one. Let's do if the Chiefs win, let's because I saw Bailey's comment. I was like, oh, that's probably a better way to put this. If Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, who wins MVP? And if Tampa Bay wins the Super Bowl, who wins MVP? If Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, you made me do this. Tyreek Hill will be the Super Bowl MVP. Wow. Wow. If 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 the if Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers Bay. win the Super Bowl. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Scotty Miller. No. Now would you money you'd make if if Scotty Miller if you bet Scotty Miller won the MVP and he won it? That'd be crazy. Pretty pretty epic for Scotty Miller. Tom Brady's gonna be Super Bowl MVP if if they win. I mean, literally Leonard Fournette could rush for 200 yards if Tampa Bay wins. They're gonna be like Tom Brady. Without you, Leonard Fournette wouldn't have been here. So we're gonna go ahead and give you this Super Bowl MVP <laughs> right next to your seventh Super Bowl ring. Show you you're the real goat over baby goat. <laughs> if, if Kansas City wins, I'm gonna say it's this might be crazy. Might be crazy. If Kansas City wins, the MVP is gonna be Tyron Matthew. Mm. Tyron Matthew. I'm gonna fun. say the Honey Badger gets the MVP because I think he's gonna be making a lot of plays. He's been making some plays on the defensive side of the ball. I think he's going to be bringing some pressure. I think Andy Reid could draw up some some blitz schemes here, and boom, there it is. I, who is it, Chuck? Who is it? But the who's the defensive coordinator? He's Daniel. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I was trying. I was for some reason thinking uh, Chuck Pagano, but it's it's. Yeah, too I heard crazy. you say like. Bud, and I was like, Spud Webb? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spud Webb is the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to be drawing up all the blitz plays here. All of the blitz plays. Let's uh, let's uh, let's get to some victories here. Some victories. Hey, the fun, fun ones. ones. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. What color is the Gatorade, AJ? Oh, it's red. It's red. It's red. <laughs> it's going to be red. Right, like you got, like you got the Kansas City Chiefs, red and white. You got the Tampa Bay Bucks, red and white. It's gonna be red. It's gonna be red. Uh, wow. Can I do a side? Can I go off on a tangent here for a second? Can I go off on the? Ooh, I love tangents. Go can ahead. I derail this train here. Can I derail this train? I was trying to look up what color was the Gatorade from last year's Super Bowl, and I didn't get to finish what I was gonna type. I put what color was, and the yeah. things that pop up though. What color was the dress? What color was the dress of the woman in weed? And my favorite one. What color was Jesus Christ? (laughs) (laughs) That was a thing.
<laughs> so, uh, so real quick side side uh, side view into my life. Uh, I recently binge watched Blackish, and the 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 grandmother on there is always saying Black Jesus, Black Jesus. <laughs> so now you're asking what color Jesus was, and I originally thought to Avenue Q, which is a great play if you've never seen it. It's hilarious. You should absolutely watch Avenue Q. I wonder if my wife is watching right now because my wife and I went to go see Avenue Q when we went to New York. Oh, nice. On, on yeah. Broadway That's here. exactly where I saw it, but that was so on, forever ago. On uh, Broadway. Yeah, so I, I had Black Jesus running through my head. <laughs> so so I don't, I'm going to go with blue. I, for some reason, can't find what the color was for last year's Super Bowl, but the Patriots had blue. The Eagles had yellow, and then there was none in 2017, and then in 2016, it was orange. So it's been a while since orange has been uh, thrown out there. It's been a while since red has been thrown out there. Just letting you know. No Gatorade in 2017. There was no Gatorade in 2017. Hey! I'm sorry. AJ, I had to bring him in. Uh, Had to bring him in. My guy. For the fun ones, for the fun ones, get another prop, another prop bet voice in here. I want to get another prop bet voice in here to end the show as we round it out. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Fan, do it. Prop bets left and right, and there's some hard ones. You think you know, and then you look at it, you really start to sit down and think about it. They can get you. They can get you. You know, you know what's crazy is uh, Gus might have heard some of this because I was in class while I was listening to you guys. And, and, he, po- and he popped up. So uh, he, was, he was in there. Uh, he came to the class in diversity of modern media. So I can't, I'm excited I still, to be here, though. Oh. I still can't believe you have classes for that because I didn't have a single class. <laughs> but that, again, we're going off the rails here. I really wanted to bring in Aaron, though. For everyone who doesn't know, this is Aaron Mukes host of the Sports Uncovered podcast. You will see him as a guest on the Super Bowl pregame show that we will be doing Sunday live. Aaron, I really wanted you in here on the fun ones, though, man. What color of Gatorade do you think it's going to be? Oh, red all the way. But but I was thinking, do you think they're going to have Gatorade and allow it to be dumped on somebody with COVID? I'm just thinking, maybe maybe they outlaw that. Does COVID, does COVID, uh, like, uh, travel through Gatorade? Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I don't know. I coach high school football, and they're making all the players wear long sleeve shirts oh, so wow. that their skin doesn't touch. I don't know if that again. So I'm just wondering, maybe the guy that's making the Gatorade has to be masked up and have gloves on or something. But I, I, I don't know. We're not going to see anybody. We're not going to see anybody drinking out of the Gatorade like this, right? Like we used no, to do back in the day. Okay. They all got their own Gatorade bottles this now, which which makes me wonder, like back when, why they didn't have their own Gatorade bottles anyways. It's the NFL. Like, yeah, it'll be so cheap. I was, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Saban get Gatorade poured on him? Saban did get Gatorade poured on him. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. I turned that game off before it was over. Game on you. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up with the people handling the Gatorade here. Is it going to be an offensive or defensive player pouring the Gatorade on uh, on the winning coach? Offensive. Because it'll be Travis Kelsey, just like last year. Oh, do you remember what color it was last year? What? Uh, orange? Was it orange? Yeah. I believe so. Blue. You thought it was blue? I think it was orange. I think it was orange because I was watching this video on on Instagram. It was orange. Or at least by the color of this picture, it looks. 
the offensive one of the was yellow. <laughs> the betting one of the coaches. The betting. I think off- it was. Go ahead. Go ahead. One of the coaches or a water guys had just mentioned. He's like, "Hey, I just filled up the Gatorade all the way to the top. Let's dump it on Andy." <laughs> and I remember it being orange. That's all. That's all I remember. So I got, I got some, I got some Gatorade stats here for you guys. Okay. So for the betting <laughs> odds for Sunday for the Gatorade color, orange is the favorite. Then it's red. Then it's yellow slash green slash lime. And then it's, <laughs> then it's water, which is an odd one. Blue is way down on the list, which is unfortunate because that's what I picked. But <laughs> since, <laughs> since 2001, here are the colors of the liquid used. Okay. Five for orange, four for clear, four for none at all, three for yellow, two for blue, and two for purple. So orange right now is the leader here. Orange is taking the lead at five times dumped. <laughs> so the odds are in your favor. Can we get can we get some clarification on what flavor of blue it is? Like is that cool blue or is that that glacier freeze? Because I think those I think that matters. Hold on, before we get into that, are you a fan of the Glacier Freeze? Uh, no, my, my I mean it's it's okay. Cool Blue is my favorite Gatorade. <laughs> the Glacier yeah. Freeze, is my favorite Gatorade. Oh. I'm actually a Powerade guy, so. Oh, all right. Well, uh, let, let's. Uh, it's just <laughs> now. It is just now because some monster just said he's a Powerade guy over Gatorade. Here, man, I'm not drinking that stuff made by them crappy gators in Gainesville. I don't know. Serious? You're serious? You you choose Powerade over Gatorade? Powerade over Gatorade. I do drink Gatorade, but I'd rather have Powerade for sure. Yeah, Gatorade has a weird like aftertaste to me. It's like 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 right when it hits the back, you just it's like what's that little bitterness back there? It's like. uh, no, nah, cool. it's called Powerade. it's called refreshness. It's wonderful. What no, are you talking about? That's what I get at the end of Powerade. Powerade's no. dope. Wow. Was way, baby. I was I'm, gonna turn my hat backwards like AJ, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad you take <laughs> your fandom for the Seminoles that serious where you say that you don't you don't that's like that's not the only reason why I also enjoy Powerade more than I enjoy. AJ, you can pick the next. Uh, you can pick the next prop bet here. Oh, thanks for being so nice. This, <laughs> right. we'll, we, we won't have a we won't have a final countdown on today's show. This will be this this. this, final this, this we're gonna allow we're the gonna, audio to see what it's like yeah. in final countdown. I, I enjoyed that. Yes, we're going yeah. to allow the audience here on just that. Listen to the audio here to enjoy the final countdown for free. Well, it's free anyways, but. <laughs> the beautiful the beautiful stylings of our voices on on free audio here aj pick the next uh prop all right this is gonna be fun will burger be said <laughs> by andy reed in a post-game on-field interview will the word burger be said by andy reed in a post-game on-field interview Vinny, i think this is an interesting one though because like they all he burger only gets mentioned if they win. He's mm. not gonna say burger if, if 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 there's any post game interview with Andy Reid. If he loses, the man's not saying the word burger. I mean, you know, that's the end of the season. He could have his mind well, on a burger <laughs> to you well, know, they're not, yes. they're not gonna interview Andy Reid if he loses the game on the field. 
So I, yeah. I would dig into that question and say there's no way they post-game interview or have him being interviewed on the field. He's definitely saying burger if he's interviewed <laughs> on that field. There's no <laughs> mm. Well, if we take the on-field out of it and just say interview, <laughs> is it just 100% that he's going to say burger? Is that what you're saying, Aaron? I think so. I think so. I think burger has to be up. I think I think he mentions burger. Yep. Yep, gonna go with that. I'm gonna say yes. Lock it in, locking it in. He says it's, Ed, it's Ed Ogeron who does the ham sandwich, right? Bologna sandwich. I think it's bologna. Uh, People still eat those. Uh, Ed Ogeron is a monster and also one of the most overrated coaches in the SEC. But I'm not gonna get into that. I digress. I digress. This one, this one, AJ brought up to me, and this is uh, a special hit home one for me. <laughs> Who will be higher? Mike Evans receptions or the amount of NHL teams to score four or more goals on Super Bowl Sunday. Mind you, there's been a, there's been a lot of terrible defense in the National Hockey League. There's been a lot <laughs> of defense in the National Hockey League. W- let's just start off with this. Mike Evans reception total. What do you guys think it is? Aaron? Oh, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go five. I don't think he has that great of a game. I think that underrated Kansas City secondary is going to do a decent job on him. I'm going to say five receptions. AJ? I I actually had him at six. Wow. I know. I know. Both, both of those, as the hockey guy of the show, both of those numbers, I think, eclipse the number of uh, teams that score four or more goals on Super Bowl Sunday. I think that. I, I, I don't play it on Super Bowl Sunday. Do you have any other schedule yet? I'm looking it up right now, actually, because that 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 would be a great thing to look up. There's so, 12 teams playing. There is one, two, three, four, five. There's six games. Yeah, so there's 12 teams playing. One of those teams being the Chicago Blackhawks. One of those teams being the Columbus Blue Jackets. Another one of those teams being the Los Angeles Kings. No way in hell is there more than there won't even be two teams that score four or more. There will be two teams that score four or more goals. That's it. It could be the Philadelphia. Oh, no, that that's going to be not going to get into it. Not going to get into the hockey. Platform. I'm so, going to say. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's enough games to do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that was before the postponement of the game for the the Arizona Coyotes and the Minnesota Wild. Because that would have like 14 games, but I still would not see that happening, though. I still would not see that happening. How many interceptions does Patrick Mahomes throw? Let's say, let's put a number on it over under two. Wow. Aaron is is that zero? Zero. Wow. Zero. Patrick Mahomes, guys. It's Patrick Mahomes. He's got seven interceptions on the season, though. Yeah. yeah. In 16 games, that's less than one a game. I understand. I don't think he's thrown an interception in the playoffs, though. We can bring this graphic back up. I don't think he's thrown an interception, though, in the playoffs. Sure he did. But, uh, this is that, that was your stats that you gave me here, buddy. So if he did, then that average is wrong. Okay. I don't know what that was. We'll see. We'll see. I, I think he does. I think he has. I think he throws an interception. I think, I think he throws one. I think he throws two. I think he throws two interceptions. Okay. And and the reason being, let's uh, let me go back here. He has not thrown an interception in the playoffs against the Bills or the Browns. So there you the, go. He has not thrown an interception. Yeah, but this is going to be the best defense they've, they've faced in the playoffs. So I, I, I'm, I know I'm saying he throws two because last season 
He threw two interceptions to the uh, San Francisco 49 So you're saying he hasn't grown in an entire year as a quarterback? I think he has, but I think – Are you comparing the Niners' defense to Tampa Bay's defense? Yes, I am. I'm not. I, I I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say they're better. I'm going to say they should be comparable, though. I think that defense is. I think that that front is going to be really good. They're going to get a lot of pressure on a, a weakened uh, Kansas City offensive line. I know if they're if if they're all healthy and playing, they still did not get a lot of practice time this week, so they're going to be a little bit <laughs> down. I think that pass rush gets to him, and I think Patrick Mahomes is still young enough to. I want to say that he's going to maybe make a little bit more risky throws and it gets picked off. So two interceptions. Fun stat for you. Fun stat for you. 462, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Those were his stats the last time he played Tampa Bay's defense. Just saying. Is this the same Tampa Bay team, though? Uh, No. No, it's not. Come on. It wasn't that long ago. It was week 12. Yeah, and then since like that game, three. and since that game, the Bucks haven't lost. Their defense has only gotten better, as including their secondary. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. It wasn't that long right. ago, but it was long enough. It's a completely different team. Tampa Bay's played what like, eight games since then. Like Buffalo Bills fans, that what they were saying last week after they played Mahomes early in the season, that they hadn't lost a game in forever. They're playing so much better. It was going to be a different game, and we saw the same thing. Yeah, but the Bills were crap. <laughs> that game, that game that they played against the Chiefs, it was way more about the Bills being horrible than Kansas City taking off on the Bills. Like when the Kansas City and the Bucks played, Kansas City took off on the Bill on the Bucks right away. It was it was much more Kansas City than it was Bucks. They lost that game. They took that on the chin, gave themselves some pride, and came back within three to seven points. I don't recall exact. I think it was like twenty seven to twenty. In the end, yeah, three points, and uh, and since then, haven't lost a game. Has absolutely looked better every single time you've turned the TV on. Like that's undeniable. They have looked much better absolutely. as a team. You remember we thought we we were blaming them for not knowing their identity. Are they forcing the ball too deep? Are they trying to get Tom Brady out of his comfort zone? What's going on? They come back after a loss in Kansas City, and they seems to have right. Righten the ship? I don't even really. <laughs> Seems like they have right the ship. They have, they have right, they yeah. have righted the ship. You ever see the longest? Obviously, you probably have seen the longest yard. Yes. He choked it in my nose. Oh, that was a great movie. You get, where I'm, you get where I'm getting that with but Everybody's not, ship looks right until they play 15. That's all I'm saying. Uh, fair mm-hmm. enough. Fair enough. And I learned I learned my lesson the hard Super way Bowl. when we uh, did our predictions for this past or two Sundays ago when I picked the Bills over them. Let's rapid yeah, fire. Well, I don't know what you're thinking. Let's rapid fire these here to end the show. What will be mm-hmm. said first in this in this Super Bowl? The word groin? Or the word hamstring. I'm going hamstring because of Mike Evans's injury. Yeah, I'm with you on hamstring. I just think that's more common. I think that's something that is a little bit more common, more likely to be said. That's tough, though. Yeah, I, I'm also going to go hamstring. I like the I like your point that you brought up, AJ, with the with the Mike Evans being hurt. Will baby goat be said? Yes, it will, because I'm on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be said no. at least three times in, this, in the, in the pre-show. No. You say no. Oh, I don't know. I don't think there will be um, the live disrespect of calling anybody baby goat. <laughs> How That's something that, something that we do. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. Wow. Respect. 
You, you literally just say he got next. I mean, what's wrong with that? We acknowledge <laughs> the future and what it is now. I don't I, 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 That's something that I would say. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't think I don't see it being said. I, I just don't I don't see it. Apparently, but see, here's the thing. Yeah. I didn't think other people were saying it too. Vinny informed me differently. I think it's said once. I think it'll be said once. I think it's gonna be like I think it's gonna be said maybe once. No, wait. It's Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call though. I can see Joe Buck or Troy, Troy Aikman saying that. I don't think I can see Jim Nance or Tony Romo saying that, to be honest. I hope it's, I hope it's like Lisa Salters or something. <laughs> that could end up happening. Speaking of Tony Romo, though, will Tony Romo predict the correct offense or a correct offensive play? That's what it should say. Absolutely. Yes. He's a quarterback. Um, I mean, he's so smart, man. He is so smart. It's, it's ridiculous. Hey, could we get. Could we get Tony Romo to be the coach for the Jags? That that could that be a thing? No, you can't. You I would, would be okay with that. I would definitely be okay with that. So we're all saying yes here. What will be meant mm. first? Tom Brady's tenth Super Bowl or Tom Brady's age? These are going to be said in the same court in the same sentence. By the way, what you said? That's, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, he said, I think they say tenth Super Bowl. At age 43. I think they got to say at age 43 is entering his 10th Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. I think it's, I think they're going to say – I don't think they're going to say the age at all. I don't think – they're obviously going to say it. But I think it's going to be in the very beginning of the game when they pan over to Tom Brady doing warm-ups, it's going to be saying that Tom Brady is now entering in his 10th Super Bowl. Wait, does that count, though? Does that count as – that is the that is the broadcast, right? Even though it's yeah. not the actual game – Okay, good. All right, here. That's that's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, oh, you're talking about before the game starts. It's, it's pretty not not. I'm saying like they're gonna show, like during all about the, at the panel in the studio. Yeah. Well, no, not no. in the studio. Like when they first know. go to the broadcast. Yeah. Nance and Romo start talking. Right? Yeah. When that, like when we're going to commercial break for the first commercial break, and it's gonna be when when we come back, we will see Tom Brady in his 10th Super Bowl against the baby goat Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> 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 Love it. That's that's how it's going now. We get we had a hockey one earlier for me. Now we're having a basketball one for you. Will LeBron James be mentioned during this broadcast? Go ahead, Aaron. No, no? I, I I don't I don't see it. You don't think they're gonna they talk about the dominance of the sport for such a long period of time the way Tom Brady has done, much like a la Ooh. LeBron. Has done? I don't. I didn't even it. think about that route. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't see it. I didn't even think about that route. It, I don't see. I at I first mean, when I, you're comparing goats, it's it's not LeBron, it's Jordan. So. I get that, but let's be I, honest. There I, you go. <laughs> I listened to Colin Coward this week, and he was talking about goat versus goat, and he was comparing all the different goats to like obviously different goats. It was like Tom Brady against Tiger Woods, Tom Brady against Wayne Gretzky, Tom Brady against Ma- Michael Jordan, and then he also did compare him to, to LeBron James, and. uh I was very disappointed because he picked Tom Brady over Wayne Gretzky, but it is the truth, and I don't like the truth. I don't think they say I don't think they say LeBron James's name. Oh wait, AJ, you're right though. I don't like this. I don't. Well, like here's this. the other thing. Here's the other thing. I think LeBron tweets during the game. Oh, <laughs> that could happen. That that could happen. Oh. All right, I'm I'm set, locking it in. Yes. They mentioned LeBron yeah, James. He's gonna have a game or something though, and I won't be correct. <laughs> Let's round it well, out. I'm looking, right, I'm looking right now to see if they play. 
no, Lakers don't play. He's good. They're the broadcast, baby. Okay, let's uh let's see how many times they mention Bill Belichick. How many times will Bill Belichick be said over under two? Over. You, you say over. Go over. Yeah, I am over. also gonna go over. Yeah. Fair plays and whatnot. Let's get let's get alcoholic here for you guys that drink here. I I don't drink, so I'm good. First Anheuser Busch commercial to run. Which would it be? Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer. Wait, that's the same thing. Bud Light Seltzer and Bud Light. That's They're different. They're different. That'll be They're the same different. commercial though. That'll be the same commercial. Which alcohol first? I mean, I think the obvious one would be Bud Light. That's what I said. Which, which is why. Okay, which, which beer? Which beer is mentioned first? See, but see, I think the obvious route's not the route to go. I think it might be Michelob. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Bud Light. I'll go with Bud Light. I'm going to say a vodka is the first one mentioned, though. Like, out of all alcohol, a vodka is mentioned first. That's not the question. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but it's, I just wanted to do the thing here. I this Yeah, we do what we want. Exactly. exactly. Uh, we do what I want. And, yeah. and this, this last question is exactly what I want. Which <laughs> bowl? Team Rough or Team Fluff? Uh, wow. I'm, I'm going team. Guys, I'm going team. Enthusiasm, please. You guys are <laughs> you guys are just crazy over here. It's it's a madhouse on the show because of the excitement about the puppy bowl. Well, team rough. There it is. Yeah, I gotta go team rough too. I don't I don't want to be a part of team fluff. Team Fluff for the dub. Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Rough Cut Sportscast. AJ, tell them where they can find us before we round out the show. Right over there on Twitter at Rough Cut underscore sports. Right on Facebook at Rough Cut Sports. You can head over to our Instagram page, the Rough Cut Sportscast. While you're there, hit that like, hit that follow, hit that share. Write a review. Write a comment. Make a laughter. Leave a reply. Leave a reaction. Hit a like. Tell somebody, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your cousin, tell your daddy, tell, you know, tell everybody. Just tell everybody. When you're telling somebody, tell somebody else and you're telling everybody. So I, I can't even do the halftime ad. I'm still trying to count on all of them. And we're brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles who told everybody that there will be a contest to win some side merch. Some signed memorabilia from Halftime Sports Collectibles. Super Bowl memorabilia. I mean, this is, we've got a Super Bowl winner. It's a Super Bowl winner. That's all. Awesome. When are we dropping those details for everybody, Vinny? It should be Friday. It should be. It should be released on Friday. We're gonna iron it out the final, final, final details of everything. But we got a signed cleat from a two-time Super Bowl winner. Just saying now. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying here. Hey, all you gotta do is like. You gotta share, and you'll have to tag three people. That's that's. It's a very simple contest, and it's free, and it's free. That's all you gotta do. AJ, any last? Join us tomorrow, Fun and Games Friday. We are doing our final season DFS draft, as well as talking postseason awards. So tomorrow should be a good one before we head into Sunday and all the Super Bowl fun. So we hope to see you guys tomorrow. Same rough cut place, same rough cut time. Wow, what? 8 p.m. in case y'all were. 8 p.m. or where Aaron is, it's 5. Five. Five o'clock. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Off the top of the dome right there, baby. Right off the top of the dome. Aaron, do you have any last words? We appreciate you coming on, man. Always. I'm here. Love the show. 
continue doing what you're doing. Change the game. Everybody keep listening to these guys. Uh, Rough Cut is where it's at. Adios, turd nuggets.